Blog Talk Radio. What? Black. Is some honey in it? There was a time I was so afraid. What? So scared. Uh, it doesn't matter. What I wanted. Uh, in looking back. I can see all the mistakes that I made And I wish that I could talk to me And tell me I can change Don't be afraid Just walk with your head Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. This is Monica, and I'm your host. Today is May 1st, 2012. It's May Day. Um, Today is a special day. There's a lot of, um, let's see, occupies and uh, marches around unions today. And uh, my um, support is with all of them for fighting for a decent work week and... um, decent wages and uh, all that stuff that goes with it. Um, Great coverage on KPFK this morning uh, on Democracy Now! if you want to hear about what's going on with all of that. Uh, And on that, maybe uh, rights, women's rights um, are certainly involved in my passion for starting um, Safe Recovery uh, Blog Talk Radio. I'm now available on iTunes. It was so much fun to um, get that up and over there. It was really an easy thing to do. I couldn't believe how easy it was. Hi, Gunther. How are you? Nice to see you here. Um, I'll have you know that the show you and I did together, there's over like 600 listens to that show, and I was re-listening to it, and it's really funny. Um, I don't think I have your version of Chapter 5 in my folder that I brought down here with me, but I think we ought to do, uh, if you can hear me, we should do another show um, where we read that again. Uh, I'm going to look and see if I, I don't don't think I have it here. So um, today's show is called TV Shows That Are Promoting Alcoholics Anonymous and 12-Step. And there are, you know, a few of them, one being... Uh, the biggest one out there right now for me would be Nurse Jackie. And um, the others that are criminal minds, uh, there were some episodes. Certainly there was an episode called The 13th Step. Uh, that certainly was not a real promotion of Alcoholics Anonymous. I think it was a um, mm, serious kind of, uh, I don't know if anybody out there uh, saw The 13th Step on Criminal Minds. I think it was over a year ago. But that one uh, talked about a, um, a young couple that was 
kind of going into uh, gas stations and they were just randomly killing a lot of people. And eventually you find out, you see him go to a meeting and um, uh, some guy that looked like such a typical uh, stepper was sitting there when the kid was talking about being abused and going out, but being abused by his father, the guy was uh, telling him to work his steps and what his part was in it. And the character in the show pulls out a gun and starts shooting everybody in the meeting. And um, at that time, there had not been a shooting that I had heard about, although I have since learned about that there was an incident in Long Beach. Uh, and the way I read the story is that the um, uh, guy who was gay who nobody knew he was gay, uh, read, told the sponsor, and the sponsor you know, told the group, and the guy came in and, and actually killed the sponsor in the meeting. Um, and he is in jail. Um, so, uh, But back to the story is that this uh, particular episode was just one in many, but there was also an episode where a woman who we never really see her drink, we never see her have a problem, and... Uh, you know, all of a sudden it's like, um, you know, she needs an intervention. Although they didn't really, um, they didn't really go down the AA track as much as uh, they did in um, as they're doing in Nurse Jackie. Before I go into, you know, this whole show about it, I want to tell everybody that there is um, a call-in number, which is eight one eight four seven five ninety two eleven. I would like to take some call-ins if you have a show that you're watching that is promoting AA, maybe we could um, get a list of all these shows, and then um, I'm going to call them all, and I'm going to ask them if they would please, could save a life, if they could please somehow weave into the storyline that there is, um, that there are, I'm sorry, other options besides um Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous and any other 12 steps. So if this is your first time listening to my show, welcome. And uh, I want to just go over. My favorites right now are Smart Recovery. I've been to those meetings, and I like them very much. I've been to an SMS meeting, Secular Organizations for Sobriety. Absolutely love that as well. I've been on the phone with both Jack and Lois Trimpey um, for Rational Recovery, and I would say that excuse me, that his approach is a little, um, I don't think it would, I don't think I would have liked it, but Lois was awesome as far as dealing with a family member. Um, she was really great, and and so was he, but uh, he is, uh, what I find is that the women, there's a lot of guys, I think, that like that approach more, and maybe some of the women will go more for, like, the Amy Lee Coy. She's working on developing, I think, like a weekend program, uh, more about self-care and self-love and, you know, getting to a place where, you know, you have to, it's like Hank Hayes says, it's like you have to want to, you have to want to stop, you have to want to change. And um, so there's really two great books, and I'm almost three-quarters of my way through You've Been Lied To, The Untold Truth About Mainstream Alcohol and Addiction Treatment Programs and the Secrets on How to Eliminate the Problem for Good. And um, so I just want to do a little promotion for these two books. This is written by Hank Hayes. And I'm I'm in the middle of the book. And so it's kind of like what Hank says. I got to see him and meet his lovely wife. Uh, it was so nice this weekend uh, down in um, Southern California. And the first book is sort of exposing the truth about the addiction treatment industry, including AA. And then the middle is his program. And it's a real program. And then the other part is our stories of people where AA did not work for. And and I just love it. So I'm at a place where I, I kind of, you know, he gives you a lot of suggestions. And, you know, I, I've done a lot of things but then, that he's done. But then there's some other things that I have not tried. Um, brainwave optimization. Um, it seems that uh, he went to Arizona and to to visit their headquarters, and it is called BrainStateTech.com. And uh, you know, he did counseling. Um, he does affirmation work, and I'm just adding some new affirmations to my beginning and end of my day. Um, and what's the other one? So, and then he goes into um, talks a lot about uh, exercise and some like vitamins and nutritional 
what do you call it, supplements, I'm sorry, supplements and hypnosis, all these good things that can help. And um, I know I said I was going to talk about TV shows that are promoting <laughs> Alcoholics Anonymous, and trust me, I am going to get here, there. But it is, uh, this book is really, really good. And then he kind of is talking all about um, what your life is like. Anyway, we're going to ha- have Hank on next week, so I want to just give a little plug for that, and I hope people will call in. And then the following week, we're going to have um, Donna Cornette, who is a moderation program, Seven Weeks to Safe Social Drinking, How to Effectively Moderate Your Alcohol Intake. This is more for people who have not gotten into any trouble yet, although I guess you could have gotten into trouble and decide that you want to um, have uh that you want to try moderation. And so her books are really great. Uh and she has one for binging um for young people and I'll be reading that one as well. So I got to a place in Hank's book where he's kind of giving you a rundown on all the different um other options that uh there are. And he starts with um somebody What's her name? Uh, Janita Petrali at um, Bio Sanctuary, and then he talks about passages Malibu, and I probably need to go visit them and interview them for my film, Rational Recovery, and talks about um, what you know Jack's AVRT recovery with an attitude. This is what Hank says: a kick-ass attitude in which you seize control, face down the beast, and walk away from your long-standing addiction in one fell swoop without groups, shrinks, and rehabs. Uh, and then practical recovery, which is Tom Horvath of Smart Recovery. This is his for-profit. Great place. I was down there. Really, really, really wonderful place. Um, Gregory Retreat Center, Malibu Horizon, St. Jude's Retreats, which I had her on. Uh, I had the executive director on. And then there's like, you know, the support groups, right? So we have um, SOS Sobriety, and which I said, and Smart Recovery, which I can attest to myself. And um, there's On Track and Beyond. So this is uh, Hank Hayes' book. So really, really good book. I highly recommend it. And uh, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it if you Google Hank Hayes. You've been lied to, the untold truth about mainstream alcohol and addiction uh, treatment programs and the secrets on how to eliminate the problem for good. And then the seven weeks to save social drinking, how to effectively moderate an intake, uh, your alcohol intake, by Donna Cornett, um, founder and director of uh, Drink Link Moderation. And some cool stuff, you know, my husband and I were looking at it, and we were kind of laughing. Um, we went away for the weekend, and she has uh, here on page 44, 101 distractions to keep you from drinking. And my husband and I were, like, laughing um, about uh, all the things that I kind of do already um, that are things that help people kind of a good distraction for uh not drinking when people want to balance it out more. Thank you so much. Yay, yay, yay. This one just brought me a cup of tea. It's kind of awesome. Thank you. And uh, so I thought I would just read this, and then we can just go right into these TV shows. I don't know if you want to call in, Gunther, when I'm done with reading this in, but I would I would love a call in if somebody wants to do it. Again, it's 818-475-9211. Um, give yourself a motivational pep talk. Phone a friend, listen to music, take a walk, start writing your novel, play cards, clean out your car, give yourself a manicure, do it, have safe sex, yep, go to a movie, yep, read a good book, yep, chew gum, think up rewards for sticking to your limit, take a nap, make Chinese food, (laughs) Um, visit the local YMCA, clean out your closet, well, that's a really good one, you clean out your closet, you're just going to be like in there for like hours and it's going to make you feel really good. Because I want to, I want to just throw this in there. In feng shui, like if you clean up the room, but you like open the closet door and you like throw everything in there, and it's all a mess behind the closet. In feng shui, you can't hide the stuff that's going on in the drawers in the closet. So, if and this is a financial thing that really helps with the money um, is declutter, declutter, declutter. Maybe I do a show on feng shui and decluttering. I did a whole bunch of work on you know, money stuff and you thinking about it with energy 
um, thinking about money and creating money as far as energy rather than um, thinking about it as far as just numbers um, and pulling up your bootstraps. Um, work on your garden. Go window shopping, make popcorn, plan a monthly budget, dream up alcohol-free highs. I'm pretty good at that. Like, take a drive, pay bills, watch a video, lift weights, walk your dog. What are some of the things um, that make you feel good? Play the piano or the guitar, um, read a newspaper, have a soft drink, get a massage. I'm good at that. Meditate. Yeah, I like that. Have a snack. Ooh, I like that. I love coffee. Go to have a coffee, a really good cappuccino, and get a little sweet treat with it. Get a sweater. Mm, I haven't done that lately. Play with your kids or grandkids. Yeah, paint a picture. Mm, I'd like to do that. Explore antique shops. Write a letter to a friend. Take a bubble bath. Um, I love that. Floss your teeth. Yep, make Italian food. Oh, I love that. Do 100 sit-ups. No, I need to do that. <laughs> Go to the library. I uh, haven't done that in a while. And I was talking to Hank about how he does that. He goes to the library and then... Anyway, I think I'll let him explain it. It was so cool what he talked about um, about that. Play on the Internet. Oh, my God, I do that way too much. That's with the blogging. Do a crossword puzzle. I actually did that last week with my kids. It was fun. Practice yoga. I do that not as often as I'd like. Oh, my God, she's got so many more. I just read, like, almost 50. So maybe I'll finish the show with the other 50. Um, Gunther said, in Smart Recovery, they suggest that you should find a VACI vitally absorbing creative interest. Mm, I like that. I like that. I always learn stuff from Smart, even though I don't go regularly, but I like the meetings. Um, Sometimes I think they can be a little long. They're like two hours long. But they are really great. Um, So... Here's the thing, 818-475-9211, if you want to call in, there's 42 minutes we got left to our one-hour show, and we're talking about, starting now, <laughs> uh, it's been a busy day, oh my God, a busy day. Um, I saw an old friend who uh, I knew from the program, and it was really great, um, just hearing about where she's at, and where I'm at, and since I left and how happy I am since I left Alcoholics Anonymous. And, you know, Gunther, i got to tell you that when you and I did our first show, I listened to it. I listened to half of it the other night, and it was really fun. But I remember when I was on your show, and just when you would say certain things, like I would think, like, wow, what does he really mean by that? You know, now I know. I understand what you what you meant by those things. And um, I'm going to take a sip of my tea here. Um, all right, so what's going on with Nurse Jackie? Um, here's the deal. The deal is is that, you know, they went down this road. They know where they were going. They knew that, like, they were going to take two years to before she was going to go to rehab. And here we are, and she's in rehab. And if you know of a show, let's see, we have Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds is another show. Just writing this down. The other one somebody blogged about was Law and Order. Law and Order SVU Sex Victims Unit. Um, there's another show on, I think it's on TNT, I don't remember the name, but man, it was really a hybrid version of a meeting. It was like so not authentically represented. What is up with that? What is up? I mean, if you're going to really, if you're going to like make up like a new program, then like make it up, man. Like I thought, like, you know, in that movie about the shopaholics where she goes to like, a debtor's anonymous meeting. Okay, that was hysterical because at least in that, <laughs> at least in that movie, like they had the leader with a yellow pad, which is certainly not how it works. But it just was really funny. They brought it to a limit that um, they really made fun of it, and um, I, I really liked that. And I was still drinking the Kool Aid back then when I saw that movie. So. What I did is I called the production office and I said, you know, I really like the show and stuff, but, you know, you make these references to meetings and, I mean, I didn't speak to anybody. I just left a voicemail again. I called last week and, and said, you know, like, maybe Amy Winehouse would still be here. Maybe, and maybe she wouldn't. I don't know. And maybe, you know, um, Whitney Houston would still be here if, at some point, the people around them said, you know, look, I, I really get that you love alcohol and you don't want to stop. 
But, you know, like things are really out of control. Would you consider like thinking about how to, you know, moderate? Would you like to be able to drink? Do you want to try to um, try something else? You know, there's actually programs where they empower you and they're when you're going to see a counselor, they're going to ask you those questions. They're not going to ask you and then like look down at you like Matt Lauer did when he was interviewing, um, I think it was Lindsay Lohan recently. Oh, my God. I was just like, Man, you are so demeaning. What do you think you are, her father? To like talk to her like that? It's like slap him. Why doesn't she just like haul up and slap him and go, Shut up, you know, Mr. Matt Lauer. Do you think you are talking to me like that? Like, well, are you sober? And it's like, who are you, my father? You know, I mean, God, no wonder the girl, I don't, it's just sad. I just think it's really sad. But part of the problem is that. They have these references in these shows, and the culture and the people who are not in this world, people who never had a problem, they make this assumption that, oh, yeah, like Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, it's like in the days of Wine and Roses where we see, you know, like um, Jack Lemon, and he goes to a meeting that that's what, you know, the guys in their overcoats and their hats, and they have suits on, and they, all these guys have, like, nice jobs. It's like, get out of here. Like, why don't you come with me, take off that robe of yours, you know, Mr. Judge, that's sentencing the third-level sex offenders to Alcoholics Anonymous and the violent criminals. Would you take off your robe and, like, come down with me to 414 Lincoln in Venice, California, or let's go to the Marina Center in Culver City on Washington Boulevard, and let's open up your eyes a bit. And um, so I think I'm, you know, going to call these other shows and just say, you know what, can you just, which you mention, or maybe the character could take a turn, and um, you know, obviously she's not biting it like we see now, in Nurse Jackie, that the character is not, uh, you know, drinking the Kool Aid and going, but she's trying. But we all know that she's—I mean, she certainly broke her anonymity and um, Edie Falco, and you can see it on the internet that um, she's in AA and that she says she's in AA and that she went to meetings. So I'm not like saying something I don't know her. Um, from seeing her in meeting, I'm just seeing what I can read in the news. So she understands it, but does she understand? Does 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 Edie Falco know what we all see? Does what that's what's going on and the level of sexual predation that women are being raped, that people are being sexually harassed left and right, and you know uh, insider trading charges center on Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. We got a story here about that or about this story that was from Billings, Montana, last March 12th, with um, Mr. Uh, this guy here, a 45-year-old shepherd man, pleaded guilty, uh, felony charge for shooting a gun and swinging a sword at home with his children, and he he's going to be required to participate. Wow, he's going to be required to participate in Alcoholics Anonymous. So those lucky people in Billings, Montana, excuse me, that if they have to... Um, go to a meeting that this guy here is going to be sitting next to them. Well, I don't know. Uh, and, and I think that the other thing, too, is I was talking to um, one of my new friends, um, Gabrielle Glasser, who's writing a book about um, women and drinking, That you know, and how they like jumped up and down when you know, she said she was going to a meeting. I was like, oh, my God, like, let me just go shoot myself. I mean, I can't. I'm, I'm not going to go shoot myself. But, you know, I'm like, mm, uh, and I'm going to be jumping up and down. Why? And those women there, with those actresses, with those characters, is it the writer of the show? Is it, is it the producer of the show who's also in the program? And they think that, I don't know where they go to meetings, but um, hmm. I don't think that they've been to the Marina Center or they've been to 414 Lincoln to see what we're talking about, or maybe they would like to go to the 502 Club in West Covina um, where um, the women were being so sexually harassed that when we did a workshop, they were like, oh, we need to do a workshop like right away out here. There's like serious sexual harassment going on all the time. Uh, so, Gunther, um, 818-475-9211. Um, we have some crickets. No, not crickets. There's Gunther is in the chat room. I don't know if you're still out there. Are you out there? Let me type in here. Are you there? Um, and I, the other show, uh, I'm trying to think. It's not um, the actor that is 
on the other show that I saw on TNT where they uh, were they were just going to a meeting. I mean, it was like so. He said, "Yes, he's still there." <laughs> You're not going to crawl in, Gunther. Um, um, let me see. I'm going to say, "Are you going to call?" Uh, and I just think it's time that I always remember, remember the show Nip Tuck, and even actually it didn't happen on Dexter. Um, I think it was Dexter got involved with that crazy ass woman, and she wound up going to sex and love addicts. And you know what? In Nip Tuck, they went down that road too. I was like pretty. I was just like, oh, great. So now, you know, you're going to have people that are going to go to that meeting and they're going to be sitting next to a pedophile who actually thinks he's the same as some girl who's read the book Women Who Love Too Much. And she thinks um, uh, it's, you know what, it's just maybe it's going to have to be me. Maybe I'm the one who's going to have to... Um, make the creativity and connect the dots and um, we have somebody on the line. Let's see who's calling in. Hi there, you're a live caller. Hi, it's Gunther. Hey, Gunther, how you doing? Pretty good, how are you? I'm good, welcome to the show. (laughs) Did you ever watch that show Breaking Bad? Oh, you know, I just started to watch it. Yeah, oh, so, it's great. Yeah, I like it. this guy, Jesse Pinkman. Mm-hmm. Jesse Pinkman. He's always in and out of these uh, outpatient programs. They don't exactly say that it's N.A., but at one point they actually talk about the steps, mm-hmm. and the language is all there. And the the worst thing I hate about these TV shows when they do this is yeah. that they present the AA meetings as if there is some type of facilitator there. Right. Somebody there who controls what's going on, a professional or something like that. (laughs) And that's certainly not the case, is it? It makes me, you know what, I'm laughing because it hurts so much because that part, Gunther, makes me so mad. (laughs) And, you know, I think over the years it's gotten worse with how they depict it, right? Don't you think, like years ago, they would just have a speaker, you know, or they'd have somebody stand, but I was like, oh, that's not how a meeting is run, you know? And mm-hmm. now they've gotten it to where it looks like there's a facilitator, which is so misleading, right? Right. So, so right. how can you watch it? Like, doesn't, I mean, I, I had to go all the way back to the beginning because everyone said it was good, and I think it is good. Um, how come you still watch it, or why do you like it, even though it's got this element in it? Oh, well, some of it's true to N.A. I mean, these people are relapsing all over the place. (laughs) That part's realistic, Mm -hmm. you know. I I don't know if it's because the the writers just don't understand what actually goes on at a meeting or if they're trying to to present it in a false light, you know. Mm -hmm. But that show's excellent, Breaking Bad. How much have you watched so far? Um. I watched up to a point where, and I thought this was so typical Stepper, um, he goes back to his parents where he's got this little brother who's supposed to be like the genius sweetheart, and they find um, he finds him like a stick of marijuana, but it's the little brothers. And they have mm-hmm. a sit-down with him, and they're like, get out, just because of a stick of you know marijuana. And... You, and I sat there and as a parent, and I was just like, wow, like this is really effed up. So, I mean, I really was like only halfway through, I guess, you know, the first season. Oh, it's going to get much better. How many seasons have Definitely. they made? I think they've made four. Oh, wow, I have a lot of catching up to do. Well, I'm glad you reminded me. See, this is another... It's addictive. Yeah, I know a lot of people like it. Um, maybe I could, I'll, I'll give them a call and... Um, and just, you know, ask them because uh, I had heard from, what's his name, uh, from Kenneth Anderson. There was, He had on a woman who started mad and then she uh-huh. left. And But she was explaining how they reached out to um, big TV shows. 
when Mad was first trying to raise awareness about, you know, drinking drunk, I mean, driving drunk, and um, they literally just called up and, and asked them to please start writing it and weaving it into the storylines, and they did. But and she had already created a foundation, and her kid had been killed in a you know a drunk driving. So she had a lot of sort of you know good heat behind her and good PR with her nonprofit. But I think that mm-hmm. we have a huge like if one of these people from the shows, like writers, are really interested, I think in the truth. I think a lot of them are. And if they were to run down the vein that we're in with the blogs and see what people are really saying and experiencing, that a writer would write an episode that was maybe more truthful and um, that maybe took somebody to a different meeting, like went to Smarter. Why not have a character go, I'm not fucking going there. <laughs> right. It's a ju- It's full of, you know, so many stories, right? Right. It would take a whole season. They'd, they'd have to make an entire show about it to explain what it's really all about. But it would be nice just to see somebody recover using an alternative method, you know? I know. I, my plan is to do it. That's my goal. My goal is to do that, Gunther. I, I've I've gone beyond you know, the, my documentary. I'm dreaming big now. <laughs> really? I am. I think it needs to be done. I think that, you know, my documentary and um and then, you know, something else that's comedic and but it would take at least 13 episodes, don't you think? Well, that's a good number, too. <laughs> 13. <laughs> what? But well, what 12 would be better. 12 would be good. And then and what network would do it? Can you imagine like the pitch <laughs> the pitch meeting? I don't know. We could make we could give Charlie Sheen a job. <laughs> could be the new star. Yeah, really. Uh, the show. Well, I think he's doing. How's that something. documentary going? Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. It's uh, it, it's going. I would say that I'm in the middle, and I'm making plans to head east to interview somebody up there in the New England. And I was hoping, hope that I do get to meet you. You know what I mean? If we, you know, come to that part of town and. But I have to do that, and then I need to go to Florida and um, and then edit it and put music to it. So I'm hoping my goal is to have those interviews done in two months, so um, by the end of June. And, uh, yeah, and so just get my little my butt on the editing part, which I'm not an editor, but I'm going to hire an editor to help me put it together. And then some more local stuff, I think. Do you think I need to have Jack Trimpey in there and his wife? Sure, why not? Didn't he help many, you? Well, some of the stuff, some of his ideas were really helpful to me, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely, especially the idea of the addictive voice, ABRT, addictive voice recognition technique or training or whatever it is. That I guess it's really evolved since I I was first involved with it, but um, it's a fantastic way to recognize that underlying internal dialogue that lies to us and tells us, you know, I shouldn't say us. Yeah. It used to lie to me, you know, and right. Uh, right. to dispute it, to challenge it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would put Jack Trempy on there. He's he's one of the. About, he's one of the pioneers of this whole type of AA, um, or I hate to say anti-AA, AA critical mm-hmm. um, advocacy. I think so. I think that he's the, um, it would be interesting to know why he took down the meetings that there would, I guess I know why. He said he didn't want people to uh, become addicted to them, that people felt like, you know, you, then you needed meetings, you know. Um I he's not. I think they're not far from me. I think it would be like a maybe a two day trip. But she certainly helped me. Um, I liked her approach with families. I think her approach is, was really great. And I actually spent more time on the phone talking with her one on one. But um, so is that the voice like when you're driving by like the Dunkin' Donuts or like the coffee shop and you really don't want to eat another croissant or another goodie like that? <laughs> the voice I suppose. <laughs> I suppose you could use 
you could use the technique that way if you wanted to. <laughs> you know, just losing that last ten pounds or whatever. No, I actually I know it is the same voice. Um, one of the things that I got from him. Reading Hank Hayes' book was just to start with the morning with a positive statement about that to sort of like if you suggest first thing on awakening um, an affirmation that's positive about you know um, what it is that I I want to experience you know around food and eating healthy food and then again at night you know before you go to sleep and uh, because after years and years of not drinking Gunther you know I'm telling you food tastes really good. You know what I'm saying? Like, my taste buds are not tainted by anything. <laughs> right? And um, there's only, there's certainly like that long list from Drink Link Moderation of things that make me alter my state of consciousness now. I mean, I alter my state by meditation and by swimming and by yoga and by having a great time with my husband singing karaoke. And you know what I mean? Like, there's even having a cup of coffee after my swim with something a little sweet, I feel fantastic. You know? I don't just feel okay and I don't feel bad. I feel great after those three things, you know? Um, now, this is supposed to be impossible, Monica. What? You're not You're not supposed to be getting any serenity out of life unless you work in the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. How are you doing this? Well, you know, with the help of all these other great books that I'm reading, and by actually, you know, not really, but by just living my life and happier since I left, actually, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I was and you've so, done so well. How oh, many God. shows have you had so far? You know what it's been? I can't believe this. I think it's like 50, 53, or I, I know I did 52, right? But Gunther, there's like 600 listens to your Chapter Five one that you did with me, and then like for this this month, I don't know what's going on, but like 2,000 listens this month. Really? It's, it's impossible. People are, or was it a thousand? I don't know. To, it, it seemed like a lot. Yeah, I don't know where the a new. A thousand this month? Yeah, a thousand downloads listening to the show. And like the first That's month, I had like you know the first month I started with with you know and you were on the first two with me, right? I mean the first one you co-hosted and uh, you ought to go yeah. back and listen. Have you gone back and listened to chapter five? It's really funny. <laughs> it's really really I've really. I listened funny. to it. <laughs> we have. I a guest. wrote it. What's that? We have a guest in the in the uh, chat room. We have a guest. Let me just say hi. Hi, guest. Welcome. Yes, you wrote it, and I am gonna. I found it the other day as I was cleaning up my paperwork um, to go to the PTA, which I did last week. I didn't do a show last week, and um, because I went to the PTA uh, at the high school to talk about um, the problems in Alcoholics Anonymous and the dangers, and actually my own experience with how um, wrong I think it is for us to tell teens that they have a disease and that they're powerless, and it was. Pretty interesting experience. Wow, that took a lot of guts. What was the what was the response you got? Well, one woman said to me, um, "I was putting out the books. I brought like extra Stanton Peel books. You know, I just bought a ton of books over Amazon, and I bought a bunch of Hank Hayes' books." And somebody said, "Well, what's that about?" Well, the response from the kids were great. They, I gave the books away. They, the kids took, the teenagers took both books. And one woman said, you're not going to talk bad about Alcoholics Anonymous, are you? And I said, um, I'm going to tell the truth. And uh, um, the response from a one, I would say, school employee was kind of cold, was very cold. He ignored me. And um, But everybody else were, you know, so one woman um, was just critiquing maybe uh, the way that I, my approach a little bit, but she said, "Look, I got the books. I'm taking the books. So I'm going to read them, you know." And the other mm-hmm. people, parents were grateful, and then someone, a couple of people were like, you know, really grateful. They had family members that had problems, and the families were like babying them and saying, "Oh, they have a disease. They can't help themselves. They're powerless." <laughs> and the woman was like, "No, you're not." <laughs> 
So she loved the book. She grabbed Hank Hayes' book. But it what, was, did he give you a whole bunch of copies? No, I bought the books. I'm like, you know, uh, I feel like I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna replicate what Marty Mann did. <laughs> I'm gonna be like the Monica Richardson of 2012. <laughs> I swear to God, I well, if, you, if you're as as persistent as you have been, you could be. You could be the one who breaks it through. Well, you know what I said to the people on the blog, like if uh, um, if everybody in the town that they live in that's on the blog contacts a local newspaper that's not a major paper and tells the story, they'll print the story. Somebody will begin to print the story, right? Grass, you can't stop the grassroots movement because it's not just me. You know what I mean? And if everybody... Mm-hmm who lives in a city, like even you, like send me an email of the name of the closest prison to you, right? And mm-hmm. um, then I call them and I say, hi, who I am. And I mean, I called Chino Prison and the guy was like, oh yeah, we know A doesn't work. Send me that book. So I bought books to send to Chino. <laughs> <laughs> and I, there was a homeless guy outside my coffee place <laughs> and I went up to him <laughs> and I gave him my card, his 12-step not working for you. And I gave him a $5 bill, and I said, do you have a problem? I mean, I don't need to tell you the whole story here because it seems silly now, but I felt so great. You know, he shook his head. He goes, you know, at first he told me no. He didn't have a problem. He had, like, missing teeth. He showed me his home, like, his hospital bracelet, and he was an African-American guy. And I said, you know, like, you don't want to be told you're powerless and have to turn your will and your life over to some white man again, do you? You know, and he laughed. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And I said. You didn't go there. I did. <laughs> I did, and I only did that because my oldest son like brought it up. It's like, can you imagine how difficult? Never mind for a man who's a Caucasian guy, but a black man who's already been given crap in America. He's going to have to go into AA, and now he's going to have to get a white sponsor, and this guy's going to like tell him to turn his will and his life over to God, and I'm going to tell you what to do. It's like, get out of here. That's why Hank Hayes' book, I think, is so powerful. Um, I think that a lot of people of color, brown people, are going to, that this book is going to become a number one bestseller. That's what I think about it. Um, uh, but, you know, I called the the juvenile facility, and I got a call back. But if everybody who kind of had a free minute, even if you just once a week, everybody on the blogs, like yourself, just made one call. And did that outreach, and then maybe this is a strategy, as I'm talking to you now, to develop it, that we make the calls, and, uh, you know, you get people writing about it, talking about it, and the prison guy is going, yeah, man, we like that Hank Hayes book. (laughs) Or they like Drink Link Moderation. They go, I don't want to not drink forever. Okay, I'm willing to not do any illegal drugs, right? But I... um, I want to learn how to drink. Uh, I want to try to drink normally. And then they can read her book and they could do her program. I mean, her program is so reasonable, even financially. You know what I mean? She's not charging people uh, thousands of dollars to go through this seven-week program. Mm-hmm. You know, but I totally went off on a tangent. <laughs> I went off on a serious tangent. Um but uh, it did make me feel good because I do know when I spoke to this homeless black man on Washington Boulevard and I said to him, you go back and you tell all your friends and everybody you know that there's other choices, that there's smart recovery and SOS. And I just, his eyes lit up. <laughs> I said, there is an empowering way for you to stop. You do not need to be told you're powerless. And he was just so like, there was a moment between me and him that was just like, it was awesome. You know, it made me want to go down to the mission, you know, with a whole box of cards. <laughs> I'll be taking Clancy's oh, clientele away. Imagine when you get your documentary out there. I can't wait. I really can't wait. Uh, How am I going to see this? Am I going to have to buy it, or is it going to be at the local theater? Oh, God, I hope Probably. it's 
I hope it's at every film festival and it's on Netflix and HBO, you know, and that you could buy it too and download it on iTunes and or buy it in a, you know, I'll send you one when it's done, but, you know, um, I hope that you would come to the nearest film festival. Where is, like, the nearest film, film festival? Oh, geez, I don't know. I don't get out much, Monica. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm outside of Boston. Right, so is, I don't think there's one in Boston, right? There's Toronto Film Festival. It's very big. Really? Yeah, it's big. Toronto is one I have to go to. I'll go to that one and Tribeca. Is there one near you? Yeah, there's, um, well, there's Cannes, but that's right in France. But near me, Palm Springs has a big film festival. L.A. finally has one now. Uh, but there's ones that are considered, you know, to be where... Um, you really want to get seen. But with Netflix, I mean, if Netflix distributes it and it gets on there, you have, like, so many people that see it. But if you get into a a film festival and then you get any kind of recognition, uh, you know, it helps with the distribution and hopefully get into theaters, like with Bully, you know, and um, Gasland and, and Food, Inc. Of course, those went on, at least Gasland and Food, Inc. to be nominated for Academy Awards and stuff, but I think that, um, you know, it needs to be told, and I'm going to interview a pro, one of my friends, you know, who's clean a long time, I, if he will, I think I'll interview somebody who's pro program, and, you know, go from there, but um, what other shows, Gunther, have you seen reference to uh, Alcoholics Anonymous or meetings? Jeez, you know, none... None come to mind. I really don't watch much TV, but um, I do remember in back in the 80s a few shows. I don't know if it was 21 Jump Street or uh, what was that, 90210. Whenever they would show somebody with an alcohol problem, they would they would do a couple episodes and build up to where the person finally goes to a meeting, you know. Right, right. And, and then you never hear about it again on the show. Mm-hmm. They don't show the person going to the meetings for the rest of their life. It's not like, you know, next episode, hold on, um, we'll solve this crime later. I really have to get to my meeting, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but didn't Law & Order, you know, I, I I didn't watch the early years of Law & Order SVU, um, but... There was a character. Uh, oh, you know, remember it was um, NYPD Blue. Did you watch that show that was on? Was it NYPD Blue or was it Hill Street? No, it was NYPD. Yeah, Blue. no, maybe yeah. it was Hill Street Blues. Uh, that there was a character when uh, Dennis France. Um, they dealt with cops that you know because they always had the cops going to the bar and drinking. <laughs> mhm. And um. I was thinking about Kelsey Grammer because he's interesting. Kelsey Grammer, that show is great. Boss, have you seen that one? No, I haven't. But Kelsey was being interviewed. I say Kelsey like I know him. I don't know him. <laughs> but Kelsey Grammer <laughs> was being interviewed by, um, oh, that guy in nighttime talk show that's from Britain. He used to be a reporter. Oh, what's his name? Anyway, he was on. I was sort of was curious. Pierce Morgan? Yeah, Pierce Morgan. He was on Pierce Morgan a few months ago, and he was talking to him. And I guess that Kelsey Grammer went to rehab for cocaine. He talked about it, but he drinks like moderately. Like he thinks that he didn't drink the Kool Aid. But he's an interesting no. guy. Yeah. So he stopped using drugs, and he doesn't consider himself to be an alcoholic. And I was like, right on. Right on. This is like refreshing. He's like, this is really awesome. You know, it was really go into more detail. Yeah, I know. I know. It would be interesting. I mean, the other idea would be for me to contact every like major talent agency and see if we could find some talent who would actually speak about it. You know speak up and say, yeah, like you know, I went there and uh, that's not all that it's cracked up to be, or. Uh, maybe we have to do it in the fictional world. <laughs> I don't know. It's just have to do it with regular people. Yeah. Regular but, old people. But, uh, you know, I like um, the idea of, you know, doing it uh, and really 
Um, I mean, did you ever see? Did you see the movie that I was talking about about the shopaholic girl? No, and, I didn't. And they made fun of uh, Debtors Anonymous. I got to tell you, Gunther, that thing was so funny. She had like a pad with like a Wendy Wendy Malik played the like the group leader. So they really kind of cut it up and made it not how it is. But what they got was the way that steppers are so judgmental. And so controlling, and so they just took it over the top, but it was funny. You want to laugh? I mean, maybe it's not a guy movie, because, but <laughs> it's pretty funny. Did you ever see that old episode of Fred Flintstone where he goes to Overeaters Anonymous? <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> no? Oh, You're they kidding. follow him around everywhere. You're kidding. They follow him around. He, he opens the fridge, and they pop. the guy pops his head out. Hello. Wow, when, when, when was I mean? Could I see it on YouTube? I can't believe this. Fred Flintstone went to over. Years old. Wow, wow. I mean, that's. Uh, let's see if anybody wants to call in. Anyone else? E one eight four seven five ninety two eleven. I have Gunther on the phone here with us, and um, I don't see you blogging it lately anywhere. Are you blogging somewhere? No, not not very much. Give it a rest. Much, not doing very much. Yeah, I'm giving it a rest for a while. Well, you, you blogged know, for a uh, long time, right? I mean, when I met you, how long had you been blogging? Uh, on the like couple singing? of years. Mm-hmm. Couple of years. I've been putting comments here and there, but not much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've just been reading the the J Ref forum. Um, I don't know if you've seen that one. No, what is that on J Ref? Oh, uh, there's a, a forum that's been going on for probably 18, 19 months. It's called Why Do People Insist AA Is Not Religious? Efficacy, Efficacy of AA and Other Treatment Programs. It's a huge argument, and it's been going on for a long time. Some really, really intelligent people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, but that's really a long name. What do I, what am I kept to Google to find it? Oh, um... Why do... Can you say that again? I'm writing it down. Why, why do people insist AA is not religious? Insist AA is... It, mm-hmm. At the forums for James Randi Educational Foundation. James Randi... A place to discuss... Oh, sorry. No, no, I got it. to discuss it. skepticism, critical thinking, the paranormal, and science in a friendly and lively way. Oh wow! I mean, these people—these are serious bloggers on here. Uh, people who are are uh, much more knowledgeable and capable than I am at, mm-hmm. at all. Cause uh, and effect is on there quite a bit. You know her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we I'll got take... some real brainy people making some good arguments. Oh, good! I'll have to Something check it out. Worth looking at. I'll send well, you the link. What's that? I can send you the link. Yeah, send me the link. I would appreciate that. On that note, I just want to I want to read this that um for those that are listening and now or later that everybody needs to know that Alcoholics Anonymous was uh deemed to be too religious. Uh the Ninth US Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco um said that it is uh too close to uh a religion to be how anyone be sent there and that even probation officers can be sued uh and um there was a ruling that came all the way from 2000 the year 2000 Ricky Noe um who was paroled and sent to uh narcotics anonymous I think or no he was sent to both and um he died and his son had so much passion he kept this uh, lawsuit going until uh, they, he was a Buddhist and he objected to a religious-orientated drug treatment in prison and sued the state officials over the issue and told Hawaii parole officers just before his release that he would object to any condition that included a treatment program with religious content. And so um, the other thing that we were kind of talking about blogging the other day was that the you know, all the time, whether you're on Daytona.org or on Orange Papers or on my site, um, Leaving AA or Stop 13 Step, that 
the parole officers obviously know that and can get sued, but the judges are still sentencing them and part of their plea bargains. I mean, it is in the part of the plea that they are saying, well, then you have to attend. It doesn't say attend the recovery program of your choice. And that these guys, um, there's like this fighting on orange papers about whether you could sue, uh, once these people get knowledge of this, would you sue a judge for mm-hmm. um, being sentenced to uh, AA? And, you know, I was like, well, who's willing to, oh, hey, Keeper, look at there, this Keeper just came in there. Um, how you doing, girl? Um, that uh, going. I said, come on, is there like nobody on this blog that lives in Los Angeles that would meet me at the Santa Monica Courthouse where we could go and, you know, stand with a big sign and say, and, and I guess just pass out, I could make copies of the Noe case that says that you can't sentence somebody and start to empower. And like, there's nobody, everybody, nobody responded that they could meet me there. Like they were joking about flying from the UK and cause and effect was going to fly from her state. <laughs> but can you believe it? I just think they're just all lurking and nobody willing to meet me down there and do it. I don't know. It takes a lot to fly somewhere to do something. Uh, no, no, I, me- I meant to say, don't you think there's got to be some blogger that's in L.A. too? Oh, there is. There's Amy Lee Coy. Right, right? she's been out of town. Yeah, she's been back east working on her, her project. Should I have said that? I'm sorry. No, 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 that's okay. She comes in here as Amy Lee Coy. So when she, you know, she's, Amy is Amy. And she's totally, um, Keeper said she's in Reno today. They sentenced the men that murdered my son. They sentenced the men that murdered my son. Um, wow. Wow. To should be. Would you finish? Can you finish typing what your keeper or? Um, I don't know if you can call in. She's typing right now. Let's see. Did they sentence them to meetings or? They were sentenced. I mean, I know the story, but. Um, Amy is not anonymous, nor am I. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're awesome. Keeper, I interviewed Keeper. She really gave a really great interview for my film. Um, oh, I well, really want to apologize for that. I shouldn't have said Amy's name like that. No, 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 but she's not anonymous. She's not anonymous um, on the blogs. And uh, But you know what? Uh, she, I never thought about doing that. Well, you know, last month even, what I'm saying to you about going down, like getting um, a pamphlet made up of like the top three stories of people that have been sentenced to are dangerous. Let's see. Amy is not another my. Let's see. She wrote a judge sentenced two of the three men to AA on drug and pedophile charges to AA. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, this is how they wound up in that meeting, right, Keeper? It's a big issue. Like, if, if a guy who is getting a DUI or a young woman is getting a DUI knew what was going on, and I spoke, to, I called New York uh, headquarters today and spoke to them for like 20 minutes about this, and I'm like, you know, you got to warn your members and the public at large. Like, AA is not like, leave it to Beaver, you know, anymore. Never mind anymore. It never has been, but stop pretending that it has been this safe place. It's not. No, it's not. It's definitely not. No, The courts no. have loaded. It's a dumping ground for the courts is what it is. It's, it really is. So she wrote here, just, just Christopher Lunds and Gerald Estes were on the run from those charges. My sponsor knew he was and never even said anything to me. So Keeper, Keeper's sponsor knew that they were on the run from pedophiles, that they had been sentenced there, that they were pedophiles. And she didn't warn her. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm running out of time. I can't believe that I have 60 seconds left. I want to thank all right, um, Gunther. Thank you so much for calling. And it was it's always fun to talk with you and to have. It was someone. a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I'll talk to you um, uh, later or email you. Okay. All right. All right. I just sent you that link. I'll okay. talk to you later. Thank all you. All right. Thanks, Gunther. Um, Let's see, Keeper said, because she thought anonymous meant she could not tell me he was on the run from Florida. Oh, my God. That's so awful. Um, Love you, too. Um, Thanks, Keeper. And um, call me or 
text me or call me when you're coming back uh, over here so we can get together. I want to thank everybody for um, joining in the chat room. And we're going to have Hank Hayes on next week uh, and then the week after the Donna Cornette. And so thanks again for Block Talk Radio. Remember, be empowered, not powerless is our motto. And I'll see you next week. God bless. Bye.